720 WGN. There's a book out called Fault Lines, Fractured Families and How to Mend Them. The author of that book is a professor at Cornell University, and he found that in 2020, 27% of Americans over the age of 18 were estranged from a family member, obviously over a quarter. And they said the actual proportion could be much higher because so many people don't want to talk about personal issues or family members that they no longer speak to. And uh, there's a a lack of long-term research, but it does appear to be on the rise in millennials and Gen Xers, and and they're more than willing to talk about their issues. In fact, the hashtag toxic family has 1.9 billion views on TikTok, and some people think American families are severing ties, and that's at an all-time high. For Ticia, is it Fortisa Latifi? Did I get your name right, Fortisa? Oh, you have to engage your phone for me. Hey, how are you? Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. So you're a journalist, a writer at Teen Vogue, New York Times Cosmopolitan, and I read your article and I was really intrigued. And something tells me you're probably in the age group that represents a lot of Gen Zers who are estranged from their family. So tell me why you wrote the article. Was it something you're seeing or something you're experiencing? Yeah, I think for me, it was just that I was seeing it everywhere. Like not only on TikTok, where, as you said, that trend is totally viral, that hashtag, but also just like in pop culture with uh, Drew Barrymore's show. She talks about family estrangement quite a bit. We have Jeanette McCurdy's book that's been on the New York Times bestseller list for months that's also about family estrangement. So it it seems like it's kind of in the water right now. Yeah, absolutely. And um, according to the author of the book, you know, Fault Lines that I just quoted, it seems to be pretty prevalent. If you're talking about over a quarter of people in, you know, the under 35 age group that are not connecting with a family member that I've got to believe that's the highest that we've ever seen in our country. It is so far. It's difficult because we don't have the most robust research on this, like going back decades. But from the research that we do have, it looks like it's definitely increasing. And we also got a text from someone who said it was their parents who abandoned them. Their parents moved a thousand miles away, rarely keep in touch, refuse any kind of help. Is that abnormal or is it usually the kids who abandon the parents? It is slightly abnormal. So the person who's most likely to do this is um, under the age of 35. So I would say for a person's parents to be doing this to them, it would be uncommon, but it's not, you know, unheard of. And is there some common trait that causes this fracture in families? Yeah, there's a few different things that are kind of um, found like in common in these sorts of stories. And a few of them are like values. So if kids feel like their parents don't understand them or don't value the same things as them, and that can be like religious or identity-wise or politics-wise, um, that's a big one, especially for those Gen Zers, like you said. And I believe you're in Albania today, right? Is that where we're talking to you from? 
Yes, I am. (laughs) And is that your heritage? And have you ever had a fracture in your family? You know, I am Albanian, yeah. And it's interesting because when I was when I was writing about this, I was thinking how interesting it is. Like, not that my family is without conflict, it's definitely not, but I think even if we have moments or months or of less close relationships, that actual fracture of saying, Hey, I'm done and I'm not gonna talk to you anymore is very rare. And when I talked to Dr. Pillimer, who was the writer of that book that you were talking about, he said that that makes sense because among immigrant groups, it's much less common just because it's a more collectivist culture. So American culture is more individualist where you can put that individual need above the family unit, which is kind of something that you see sometimes in family estrangement. But in collectivist cultures like Albanian culture, you know, it's more about the family unit and less about one person. And in America, when we're talking about fractured families and Gen Zers who abandon their parents, is there one particular demographic? Is it black families, white families, Latino families? So it's most likely among white families and among white people under the age of 35. And then it's least common among black and Latina and immigrant families. So I think just because of that collectivist culture, it's, you're just less likely, and it's not that maybe maybe you don't get along with your family or maybe you don't fight with them, but you're just less likely to say, okay, I'm done with this forever. Somebody sent in a text and they said, a daughter is a daughter for life, a son is a son until he marries a wife. Apparently that's an old saying I hadn't heard before. Um, is that part of the issue when you did your research that when your child marries, if their significant other, whether it's marriage or the partner they choose, doesn't like you, does that lead to estrangement? So in the research that I found, it's mostly that the things that lead to estrangement have been going on for this person's entire life. So in one of the stories, one of the young women that I talked to was raised in a Baptist household and she was taught, you know, honor thy mother and father and the patriarchy was really strong and she was supposed to listen to her dad. And when she left the church, Her dad really hated that, and that ended up fracturing their relationship into estrangement. So I don't think it's generally that partner choice, but it's more so something that's been there the entire time, like religion or um, identity in some way. Religion and identity. And you said politics as well. Yeah, politics is definitely part of it, which is something that I've seen in other stories that I've worked on, too, Yeah, I mean, we've seen that across America, especially in the last five to ten years. So it's been happening for the past five to ten years. There wasn't a boost during COVID? You know, the the research that we were looking at from Dr. Pillimer is from 2020. So there's not newer research than that, but it would be interesting to see if COVID had an effect on it, because we know that families were fighting about the vaccine or how closely they should follow lockdown and things like that, but whether that led to long-term estrangement isn't really known from the data yet. Thank you so much. I'm intrigued by the article, and based on the amount of text messages I've been getting, apparently you're right on the money. It's happening in a lot of families. Where can people go see your article? Yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, which is just at Fortessa Latifi, um, I'm also on Instagram at Hi Fortessa, but if you look me up, 
no one has my name, so you'll find me somewhere. Or Tessa Latifi. It's L-A-T-I-F-I. Enjoy your time with your family. I'm glad it's not something you're experiencing, and um, <laughs> I look forward to talking to you again. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. It's all about the estrangement. Um, 27% of Americans over the age of 18 at this point are estranged from a family member. And she got the idea to do the article because hashtag toxic family has 1.9 billion views on TikTok. Somebody said, Lisa, this is a, this is a, a TikTok further manipulating our society. Hey, we'll talk to Howard Tallman. Minding Chicago's business is something we do every Tuesday. That is next. First, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic.